What's happening, people, and welcome to our podcast, where we step outside the box and talk about atypical topics from growing minds. I'm Benjamin. And I'm Rainy. And we are your host. Welcome to our show. Testing. 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 Tired voices. Testing. <sighs> I've been up for hours. I have not. So I was up pretty late last night, like 10.30 late. I just couldn't get out of bed. Cause Whoa. I, yeah, because <laughs> I, I laid down at like 8.30, but I took a gummy at one point, and I was just kind of crashing. Edible gummy. And then I was thinking, God, I feel like I, I have a book from the Montessori school that I forgot to return. And I was like, I don't even know where it is. So I went and looked for it, and then I flipped it open, right? And I got to this this part of it back here. And it's talking about... Helping your kids differentiate between who they are and what their feelings are, right? Mm -hmm. And how their feelings are not who they are, okay? Mm -hmm. But it works for regular people, and it made me think of you. So, you know, your childhood, no one was ever there to emotionally regulate yourself, right? Okay. So, so you could never teach yourself that you are not your feelings, right? Okay, so I thought this would explain it well. Not that one. She's textbooking me. I don't and, like this. Yeah, no, it's a good thing. It's a good thing. All right. You see this wheel? So this wheel, uh, the center, imagine that's called like the hub, like mm. home base, right? Nazem? No, that that's just his name. Oh, okay. Imagine Ben, right? All right. And then out here are qualities of Ben. Mm -hmm. So guitar, okay. frustration. Those are my qualities? <laughs> no, not... Yeah, qualities, good and negative or oh, whatever. Oh, I didn't know negative yeah. was a quality. So okay. say like agoraphobia right mm -hmm. and then say like you're passionate mm -hmm. and uh happy. hard worker <laughs> hard worker exactly all those things right that's just a part of ben so mm -hmm. but so when you are off on the rim over here say you are agoraphobia right you're out and about and then you choose to uh you your brain chooses to kind of like identify as that right right but like that's not who you are it's just something that comes from you it's part of me yes and it can be hard for anyone to see that because I see it, but I just, I don't know. I've been in therapy my whole life, right? But Oh, me too, but it was a school counselor. Yeah, but I've been in, like, government therapy my whole life. And I feel like I wanted to show you that wheel because I know that you personally struggle with that a lot. Like, you know, a few days will go by and it's hard, right? You're like, I hate my life because <laughs> that... It only takes one day for me to hate my life. Yeah, because you're on the rim yeah. there. You think your whole life is what is happening right there. Mm -hmm. So you replace the hub with Ben with, like, our home and everything that happens in it. Uh -huh. But that's not who we are, you know, if that makes sense. Yes. And I really wanted to bring that up. It's I told you I was tired. <laughs> I know. You're, like, trying to... I can see your brain. Trying to comprehend all this. It. Yeah. But it's uh, really good to... Let me hit some weed. <laughs> Where's the weed at? Uh, it's on the table. It's on the counter. Oh, gotcha. Hold my baby. All right, I'll keep talking to the audience. <laughs> so I just, I feel like it's an important topic because too many people decide that they're having a bad day and then they identify as that bad day. Like, oh my God, I'm always anxious. Oh my God, I'm always sad. Like, no, you're just feeling anxious or you're just feeling sad right now. So when it comes to like our kids, it's important to kind of teach that, right? So since you struggle with it as an adult because you didn't have someone to teach that to you, you know? Well, that's the theory anyway. That's the theory, of course, because 
you know, your dad's always yelling at you and don't cry. <laughs> don't yeah. experience these emotions. You're queer. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's that's where the homophobia comes from, people. I've definitely gotten over that a lot. <laughs> yeah, and your dad just like pushed it on you. And, fucking and pushed it, it on you, yeah. And then all of a sudden, that became one of those qualities on the rim of your consciousness. And like with Connor, he's just Connor. Right, and then he he can have like four year old tantrums, but he's also incredibly creative. All this yeah. other stuff. Well, it's it's weird because yeah, I was raised by my dad. It was alpha male. That's what we are. We're fucking alphas. Yeah. Anything less, you're a little pussy. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But no, I let that go with Connor. Because I mean, with Landon, he got the ass well, end of it. Because I know? helped raise Landon, so he was two. <coughs> exactly, but and he, he got it better than Jason. You know? Definitely, but. <coughs> But yeah, the youngest son, he's got it real good. Yeah. (laughs) Well, with Jason, I wasn't there all. I met Jason when he was five. But with Landon, I met him when he had just turned two. But I had never been around kids. I've never babysat, never nothing. So I just took Ben's lead, and that was obviously a nightmare. So we were spanking for a while, and we were screaming and punishing, and then something happened. Uh strike of consciousness yeah i don't know i guess i must it probably happened during the pregnancy and i'm like we're not spanking this <laughs> oh, child oh that is what happened i remember you said you will never lay your hands on our baby <laughs> i'm like uh it's my kid of course i will yeah, yeah. exactly <laughs> but then it, we opened the conversation <coughs> up talked about it more and stopped ourselves from right. meeting the other boys why well, spank yeah exactly is it doing anything is it doing yeah. anything because most of the time it's not it's just instilling fear and Nine times trauma. out of ten, exactly. That one times out of ten, it's fear. Your kids are scared of you. And that's yeah. not good, you know? <laughs> They're going to grow that, up be 18 and exactly, get the fuck away yeah, from you, I don't you, think you know? that's, like, a good thing. So also in this book, and I, it said it's really easy to explain to little kids, so I kind of want to tell Connor. So you got your upstairs brain, okay, upstairs, then you got downstairs, okay? So the downstairs brain is when uh, emotions are, right? So when you're throwing uh, a tantrum, but not like on purpose. So an on purpose would be in the upstairs. Upstairs is logical. So think, you know how you're like, you think with your heart or your brain? (coughs) Move that to your head. So your downstairs is like your heart, your feelings, and your your upstairs is like your logical. So kids have a hard time understanding that when they're experiencing like a huge emotion, that they're... uh, their upstairs brain isn't connecting with their lower. So, say Connor, just because he's here, uh, is upset about something. And at first you want to tell him, like, like that's dumb. Like, why are you even upset about that, right? That's your first. Mm-hmm. But he doesn't, he doesn't have room for that upstairs brain right now. He can't find the logic. So you got to connect downstairs to downstairs, you know? Um, wow, I can see that you're feeling really sad about this. I understand, you know, emotion. It's that yeah. thing that you have to, like, swallow and be vulnerable Yeah. for. But sometimes they just, like, flip their lid. This is yep. the demonstration. When the upstairs is no longer connecting with the downstairs at all. And that's, like, like meltdowns. Like, they're tired. And it's yeah. just, you can't no, stop it. Grocery store trips. Yeah. For yeah. Ben. <laughs> when you flip your lid. And it's kind of hard to just connect to you at that moment, you know? 
No, I was talking about when I could hear you guys across the store. I had to walk away. Oh, that one time, yeah. That one time, yeah. He, I had to literally shop without you. I was like, was nope. Really, he was having a really hard time. <laughs> Connor break was. Down. All until I grabbed him and said it firm. You will not embarrass me in this store. <laughs> <laughs> okay, <laughs> and that was one of the examples that I was reading. So this little, like, four-year-old, they were eating at a restaurant, and this four-year-old gets up and walks away and stands there sticking his tongue out. Right? <laughs> so your first instinct... Cut is, it off. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's what my I dad said, was yeah. saying. I cut it off. <laughs> your first instinct is to go over there and be like, go sit down right now or you're not getting dessert, right? But the lady in the book said that she had just gone to this parenting class, so it was really fresh. So instead of telling him to go sit in a seat and worrying about the embarrassment of everyone else, she walked over, squatted down, and said, you look really upset, what happened? Uh, and he said, Dad told me I had to eat at least half of my quesadilla to get dessert, and I don't want to do that. And then the mom said, well, think about how much you want to eat and see if you can negotiate. And then she walked away. And then you could see his mind ticking, you know. <laughs> and then he comes to the table and explains to Dad why he was mad. And then they, you know, made a resolution and everyone was happy again. Right. But if you just jump to the go sit down and be quiet, the kid does not seem like he has any control. And that makes the power struggle worse. Right, because no human should control another. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Unless that, they're that in danger. Yeah, well, obviously, so, yeah. But because it's like if your child is hitting or kicking their sibling... And they're small enough, you pick them up and remove them gently from the situation. And then try and connect because, yeah, feelings to Yeah, you have to, to explain feelings. it. You're not going to always be able to pick them up and remove them from the situation. Yeah. You know? So you kids are going to move out eventually. Like, <laughs> yeah, you got to get them to use that to understand that they're having those feelings. But you need to get them to implore the logic. Because, you know, like you said, when they get older, uh, they're not going to have their parents around to level with them. That's what I keep telling the older boys. You guys keep fighting. You know what happens to grown-ups that fight? <sighs> they go to jail. Yeah. <laughs> they get arrested. They get in trouble. for siblings to fight, I think that there it's more to it when it's emotional. So take yeah. the oldest, for example, and we'll keep names out of this, and if you don't know who the oldest is, that's your fault. Right. Uh, so we'll take the oldest, who's always bagging on the littler one. <coughs> the uh -huh. middle one, and... Uh, that obviously comes from deep feelings of resentment. You know, that's not like right. playful sibling. That's like no. hateful sibling. And he doesn't understand it because it's a subconscious thing. So that's that's also something I read, actually. Right. I love this book. Um, subconscious memories. The example they gave was uh, the six-year-old did not want to take swim lessons. Even though his best friend was doing it, his mom couldn't understand but his mom remembers when he took swim lessons years before that and where they held his head underwater to get him to hold his head longer. I'd never the, go back. <laughs> yeah, but the kid didn't register that memory, just the feelings involved, right? Right, right, Your right. Your agoraphobia. Right. When you get in the car, your brain is going through everything that's ever happened when we used to go to Globe, right? All that shit that would Ugh, go down. Trauma. Yeah. Thanks a lot for that trauma. Right? You, know, you know who's responsible. <laughs> So now you get in a car and your body tenses up, right? It's yeah. it's automatic, it's subconscious. Yeah. And that is uh that's that subconscious memory. Like all loss of control. Yeah, and that that's where PTSD comes from. You know, your your memories in the back of your head are causing it, not what's actually going on because right. there could be nothing. No, happening. I know, yeah. And it's it's like so the same reason I take a gun to the grocery store, you know? Yeah, because you read too many things. I know right? I don't need to relive that. 
Yeah. Well, I had a past. <laughs> so, um, I also think it comes from TV. So, remember, I stopped watching uh, Special Victims Unit after I had Connor, right? Because you watch Law and & Order enough, and it's all about, like, sex crimes and child abuse. Ugh. And before you yeah, have a kid... Yeah, those shows are disgusting. Yeah, before you have a kid, you're like, it's just a crime show. But then you have a kid, and all, like, with me, because I have OCD, my brain attaches itself to the shows. And then it gets traumatized. And it's just now I can't even watch it because it's too much. Because I relate <laughs> my own child to that, you know? Well, that's true. It's like watching those documentaries about Mexico. Yeah, and then right? you're, like, scared. And you're, like, scared to, to go, go to Mexico. Mexico. <laughs> you're like, fuck, dude. But last time you were there, you know, it was Everything nice. Everything was fine. It was yeah, beautiful, it's yeah. Just, uh, but the news and the media, media does it. scared the shit out of us. Now we don't want to go. Yeah, it implants these specific That's crazy. Memories. And mm -hmm. because of that, you just spent... Would have spent way more on your dentist. Yes. Because of our simple... Because you're afraid to go to Mexico. Because I'm afraid to go to Mexico. Yeah. Because fucking what the news, but you know? I told you that at least like five to ten people told me around me that I need to go to Mexico. You yeah, know? I know, but they were just... Oh, yeah, I guess it was a multitude of people. Yeah, it was. It was a bunch of different people. So, it's a... Uh, yeah, that's that's my problem, you know? And, and she didn't want to go along. So, why, why make I did. you? You were going to go along? I did go to Rome. No, 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 to Mexico. To Mexico? No. <laughs> no, that's what I'm I saying. I'm not going to Mexico by myself. <laughs> she, uh, she's a white girl. <laughs> yeah, but see, that's the thing. There it is. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to be that white girl. I really don't see it happening. I know. Like, I am that white boy. I feel like it would definitely happen to me. Yeah, but it probably wouldn't. Hopefully. Yeah, I just think that the media, it does the same thing when people come down and they're like, you get a lot of illegals over here. Like, first of all. They're just people that cross over illegally. Right. They are not illegal. Not illegal people. That is just one of their personality traits, you know? They just cross over <laughs> illegally. Don't make it the whole person. Um, <coughs> but... <coughs> yeah, no. And that's a really interesting way to put it. So you know like. how even strangers... <coughs> wow, it's a coffer, huh? Strangers. Maybe it would help you to not, not like people... Or whatever. You can hate as many people as you want. But, like, remembering that everyone has their own wheel, you know? I don't hate people. No, I know. That's why... I that's stay away from people. No, I know. But there are some people that you just can't stand, right? Well, yeah. I think that's the same for anybody. That's true. Unless, like, they make things like their whole personality. And that's kind of frustrating. I like the people that understand that there's more to their personality than what's going on in that moment. I think it's just important in general to remember that every human is a full human you know yeah everyone's got different sides to them and if it's just like no one's better than the other either yeah no. that's just who, who they are if you don't like who they are stay away from them <coughs> period yeah. if you don't like my channel turn it right like okay like a drug user like a hard drug user that's just one thing of who they are but unfortunately what that drug does it it sneaks in there right it intercepts yeah, the mind takes over and starts spreading so that everything they do becomes that becomes but druggy. they could still like have sense of humor and they could still be like a good storyteller have like a good heart deep down yeah but, but like a lot of it's polluted because polluted. and that's kind of what i know exactly who you're talking about yeah and that's just <laughs> like kind of what happens like they they could be like a decent human except it's just been infected 
Yeah, and for, for too long. So yeah, I don't think every situation is the same, but considering this is a whole brain child book. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the book. What is this book? The Whole Brain Child. The Whole Brain this Child. This is a huge book. People that really want to parent their kids well, well have read this it. book. You heard it. Yeah, and I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna finish it later. I, like I said, I haven't been reading it word for word. I want to get it back to the school. But when, when was this made? Is this a newer book? This or? is a newer book. This was made in 2012, actually. Oh, wow. That's not even that old. No, not it's not. Old. And it's just it's just getting big, and that's good because we're finally teaching kids we're, that it's we're okay. We're in like a conscious, uh, what do they call that, era right yeah, now. Yeah, like an awakening period. Awakening period. And the period, problem yeah. with the whole world it's just, it's, you know, parents, they raise you and they try and mold you and shape you like they're not their own sh kid. They're not their own child, you know? You have a child, and that is a whole person in itself. The qualities yeah. are already forming, and the only thing you're going to do is fuck it up. <laughs> yeah, treat like, your child the way you would your inner child. Yeah, exactly. Right? You want your child to flourish and understand you who they are emotionally. Every opportunity, everything that it needs. Unfortunately, if your, if your parent didn't give you that, you have to develop that at the same time and that's like raising two children yeah. yourself i was and gonna your say yeah my inner child is still a child yeah, so, yeah it's, it's, it's pretty incredible <coughs> but i think that there's hope for the world because there are people like us trying their best you know and although we're definitely not the best you know i wouldn't no. example myself no definitely not no, but not i know either. that we're trying and I we're aware of the situations as my son put it I feel like a failed human. Yeah, right. <laughs> right? Like a, a good attempt, but wasn't quite that, the formula. That's not you. That is that is a childhood trauma, right? Yeah. Child and teen trauma, it's up there. That's and that outside affects, and that, that affects a few things. It's there. It's on the rim. And so like, for example, because she'll probably never listen to it, when your mom comes over, that part of your brain, that rim right there is lit up. Right? And right there, you identify as traumatic traumatized child right it's yeah. like a cat that you beat when that person comes over the cat's gonna go hide exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. so uh that's great <coughs> we're gonna end it on that traumatic ass note yeah all right, all right. tune Make in for the stick next in your brain next episode guys remember to read the book the whole brain child peace peace